another episode of Marketing, Management, and Money. I'm your host, Ryan Murray. And I'm your host, Ryan Owens. So today, we are going to talk about one of those things that everyone wishes they were better at, very mm. few people are actually good at. Uh, there's there's probably going to be some hypocrisy coming out of our mouths. No, as, never. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> there's going to be some hypocrisy. Because we're going to tell you how to get organized. And I wish that that oh, you, you could just see the <laughs> studio right now. The circumstances in which we lie. <laughs> Terrible. But uh, it, it's important. You, you've got to get organized in your business. And there's organization at a couple different levels. There's the, the physical, tangible organization. Yep. You know, making sure that your workspace is set up how you want. And, and I purposely didn't say clean. Yeah, I think that's a great distinction. You know, and so we're, we're, we're going to talk about getting your work pa- workspace set up how you want. We're also going to talk about in the digital world, you got to get digitally organized. Yeah. And I also want to hit on the mental focus. Because, so uh, just, just because I love saying it, my definition of multitasking, screwing up more than one thing at a time. Yeah. And, and right. so... It, you only have so much mental space and so much mental focus, yeah. and, and you've got to get organized there. So right. I'll let you pick. What one do you want to kick it off with? And I, I'm going to start with getting organized in your your physical surroundings, in your your physical actual world type of a space, and then I'm going to let you dive into the digital side of sure. things. Sure, fair, fair enough. And I feel like that's where most people think of organization. So it, yeah. it's a good place to start. Right. So um, I think it's a, I, I think it's a really good place to start as well because organization in general, I think is, well, it's, it's an internal type or it's a type of internal competition, right? Mm-hmm. And we uh, covered internal competition in our last episode. So right. for anyone that wants to refresh on what we mean there, just, jump back one episode, pick up on that. But yeah, great topic. And it is, it's internal competition that you're dealing with. Yeah. So uh, again, to recap, uh, any type of internal competition is something you do essentially to fight yourself. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about competition, usually it's like, oh, my, my competitor, this other person that's selling the same widget or same service as I am. But there are four different types of competition and internal competition is where you get in your own way. And it honestly is one of the biggest. It, it is. So yeah, if you can get some of these things out of the way, organization being one, by all means, clear yourself of your own dumb roadblocks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So um, now we, we kind of alluded earlier to the fact that we don't necessarily mean clean when we say organized. Now, there's nothing wrong with clean and... Yeah. I, especially if you're like in food service or something like that. Absolutely. Cleanliness is very important. But, you know, organization is bigger than that. Yeah. And if, I mean, if that's what you're concerned with, I'm sure there's somebody out there that's going to help you with that. However, that's not what we're going to talk about here. We're going with physical organization. Yes. Right. So, um, well, for now, digital organization up next, but. I think that organization in general is, uh, well, for me, when I think about organization, I think about the habits that I have, right? So it comes back to what do I do intuitively? 
what do I do on a day-to-day basis? And that's like, it basically comes down to breaking habits. If I want to change how I'm uh, utilizing the space and things around me, if I want to get quote unquote more organized, if I want to organize things in a different way than just throwing them in uh, piles that make sense on my desk. Right. There's a system here, I promise. No, there's not. <laughs> you just remember the last three things that you put down. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm referencing myself here, really. I was going to say, I'm watching this monologue <laughs> go on. I know. You're not talking it's to... It's a split personality yeah, right yeah. here. <laughs> this, is, this is the rare sight. <laughs> the albino Ryan. Anyway, I don't know what that was. <laughs> so... Um, it wasn't organized. <laughs> right. So with, with this physical organization, it's like, if you, if you're going to change the way that you, if I, if I don't want to stack up these papers on my desk and I'm just using that as the easy scapegoat example, right? Mm-hmm. If I don't want to do that, I've got to change my habit. I've got to change my way of thinking. And for me personally, I feel like and it's not always this way, but there, there are oftentimes where I've done things that are so ingrained in me that it's almost like, it's almost like breaking an addiction, you know, and I'm not, and I'm not trying to compare organization to addiction. There's a very, you know, addiction is a very serious thing. And, uh, all I'm saying is that, but, but it's, it's habit forming. Yeah. There are these habitual things that provide some instant gratification, like, oh, I just don't have to deal with that. Put it aside. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and then you move on. Um, And so for me, when I decide to change and get organized, it's all about understanding what is going to work in terms of making that change. Because it's not like I can just say, well, I'm not going to do that anymore. We all have done that. We've all made New Year's resolutions and we've all <laughs> failed miserably at every single one of those, right? right? right. I, in fact, I haven't made New Year, New, like official New Year's re- resolutions since I was like 17 or 18 because I'm like, this is ridiculous. Why am I doing this? I don't do it and nobody I know does it. This is stupid. <laughs> like, yeah, I give myself a pat on the back. I did it and made my list that I'm going to fail at. Like there are better ways. Yeah. And, and so one of those in terms of organizing yourself in a physical space is to find something to replace it with that is intuitive or that's like, try to find something that you can naturally kind of transition to. You're going to remove something. And, and I realize I'm a little bit ethereal here. I'll bring it back more tangible or physical in a second. But if you remove a behavior or, or something from your processes, you have to replace it with something. Otherwise it's just a vacuum that's going to naturally, naturally fill up with something. And what it naturally fills up with is something easy and something easy is not organized. I guarantee it. Yeah. Right. Um, and the reason, okay. So let me bring that more physical. So if, um, I get handed these, I don't know if I get handed these papers to process every day that I come in and as I'm processing them, I'm just kind of shuffling them around here and there. And that's like the easiest way that I found to do it is like, just do it and shuffle it off to the side. Well, and then I look over at the end of the day and you know, because of all these other things I've had to do, I now have this pile of papers that isn't necessarily in order. And have I done all of them? I don't really remember. It's like, that's just the easiest way. That's your natural 
nat- what you've naturally developed, right? Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to do that anymore, you can't just say, I'm going to stop just sh- shuffling papers to the side. You have to say, I'm going to replace that process of taking, like if, of in taking these incoming papers and shuffling them aside, I'm going to take that and put them into this, I don't know, a bin, right? Yeah. And I'm only going to process these papers when I come back from lunch and I can shut my door and dedicate an hour to it. And, and I, I realize there are probably a lot of people out there sure. that are like, oh, no, but it's about setting some parameters that are natural. So if you come back from lunch and that's like your downtime, that's when people bug you the least. It's like, use that to your advantage, right? Mm-hmm. Like you want to come in, shut your door and sit down anyway, and just kind of do something mundane or step away from the craziness that you've been dealing with all day and just process some papers. That's a great way to unplug this bad habit of just sliding things around on your desk and hoping you did them all to, you know, you just take things in, let whoever brings them in, put them right here, stick them in that bin, put them in this tray, whatever, Mm -hmm. put them in this folder. Yeah. And you don't touch them. That's the only thing you have to do is not touch them until you come back from lunch and shut your door. Cause then it's like a natural transition. Right. So, Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the Ryan's uh, Ryan Owens show. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Apparently we found your jam. I like that's, getting organized. That, that's something that you're passionate about. But but you can tell and and what you're talking about, there's so much good information in there. The the word that kept popping into my mind was flow. Like when you're in flow, everything's moving smoother, everything's just working, everything's coming together. And that's really what organization is about, is saying, okay, how efficiently are you operating? How motivated are you? How inspired are you? Does your yeah. workspace make you cringe when you sit down in your chair and you're just like, oh, I have to do this? Yeah. Or do you sit down in your chair and you just take a deep breath and, okay, ah, I can do this. I'm, I ready got this. For, I'm ready for this. Yeah. You know, and, and so great example of the physical. And all of those principles you were talking about, they translate to the digital. Yeah, I'm sure they do. I just suck at it. I haven't tackled that yet. That I, don't, I don't think that that's too Changing of habits in that realm. Yeah. But here's the thing on, on digital, and this is what I'm going to say. The key to digital is digital essentially is communication. And if you think about how powerful communication is, so, you know, if uh, two forces are going to war against each other, what do they want to take out? The other forces communications. Why? Because they understand that without communication, you fail. And so in a company with poor communication, you fail. That That's just how it happens. And so if I'm not organized digitally, I fail. Now, let me let me talk a little bit bigger because it's not just cleaning out your inbox. Right. It's what are we allowing our culture, how much energy and effort is spent in bad communication, in misleading communication, in sending messages that really shouldn't be sent, and all of that is a form of poor organization. So, you know, if 
if your company has this culture that you oh okay here's here's a classic one email gets sent out and in the title you are talking about you know the next shipment that needs to be coming in on Wednesday. Sure. And so, you know, the, the title says something like, is the shipment on track for Wednesday? And then you write, you know, your email, you send it off, and someone replies to it, and they're talking about it, and you reply, and you go back and forth a couple of times, and then this person now wants to ask about their day off on Friday, but the title still says, is the shipment coming in on Wednesday? Okay. And all of a sudden, we've just gone, you know, we're, we, yeah. we, we took a sharp turn and never put our blinker on. We didn't tell anybody that it's like, hey, I'm now going over here. Yeah. It, it's unorganized. It And, okay. you know, I, I guarantee there are listeners right now who are just like, whoa, this dude's a little anal. <laughs> but, <laughs> but these types of things create confusion. I And I can't tell you how many times when I work with businesses and I go in and you talk about something, and you're like, oh, yeah, we covered that. And they look over to the guy who was supposed to cover that, and he's like, was I supposed to cover that? What, what, yeah. did, what did you ask me to cover that? Oh, I yeah. sent you that email. Did you send me an email? Let me pull it up in my email. You know, And he's got 3,000 emails in his inbox, and he's like, I, I don't see any. Oh, let me send it again. Okay, let's send it again. And it's like, you're two weeks behind yeah. You know, and this was a simple task. Because and of that miscommunication. Because of that miscommunication. Okay, so uh so I'm glad you I'm glad you brought in an example. Uh because I was a little bit unsure of how digital organization tied into communication. <laughs> and uh and I think email started to bring that home for me, but I'm gonna push you a little bit and ask you for another example. And and this is probably why I suck at it. This is probably why I haven't like honed in that <laughs> skill yet. Give me another example of, of how uh, a lack of digital or, or what a lack of digital organization is and uh, its effects on communication. Okay. So this is another classic thing that I see happen in companies all the time. They have their folders and they'll usually have a shared drive or maybe a cloud drive or something like that. Okay. And they'll put all their folders in there. And if the company's been around for a little bit of time, you know, even within a year's time, you'll start to see this kind of evolve into a weird, haphazard, yeah, okay. opinionated. Just, it, it all just clicked for me. Yeah. And, and, okay. And so if you want to know if your organization makes sense, Grab someone outside of the organization. This is your simple test. It, it, it can be a spouse. It can be your nephew. I don't care who it is. Grab some random dude on the street and say, hey, come here. I'll give you a free sample if you test something for me. Hey, Molly, <laughs> come up from the basement. <laughs> this session sponsored by Molly. Yeah. And if you don't get that gem, go ahead and listen to our episode on how disasters affect your business. Yeah, yeah. We'll introduce I, you to Molly. Yeah. So I think Molly needs to be a running character. <laughs> From here on yeah, out. The governor. <laughs> and Molly. So, All right. There it is. So if you if you grab someone who's outside of the business and you'll notice this every time you have a new hire, you tell that new hire to find documentation. 
And what do they do? They're just like, uh, where, where do I find the documentation? Oh, it's easy. You just go into the shared drive. And, <laughs> and, that's, you, you go and that's how it always starts. Oh, it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. Or I wouldn't have asked. Yeah, right. And, and so, you know, we think that we're organized, but we're not. And we, we kind of play it off like, yeah, not a big deal. And I'm like, okay. really? How many sales have you missed? I, I was working with a company just the other day where they uh, put a promotion out and a, uh, a business took advantage of it. It was a B2B promotion. The business took advantage of it. And they were going through their invoicing and they look at it and they're just like, uh, wait a second, this is the wrong price point on it. And so I'm sitting there working with them and I'm helping them get organized. That's that's yeah. why they brought me in, right? right. So I'm, I'm helping them get organized. And they're like, what in the world happened? So we dug in and we found out that someone had inadvertently changed their pricing in the computer. Oh. And I'm like, ouch. Who did this? We don't know. How did it happen? We don't know. Great. Do you have notes? Well, yeah, there's a, there's a field for notes. We can put notes in. <laughs> When's the last time anybody put in notes? We don't know. Uh, I could pull a report. How do you pull a report? I don't know. And, and, in this specific instance, it costs them a couple hundred bucks, you know, because that's how much of the, you know, the discount they ended up having to eat mm -hmm. because of their own accounting error. Yeah. And I'm like, how many times can you do that before it really starts to hurt your business? Yeah. And that's, and that's where this comes back to this whole concept comes back to internal competition for me. Maybe this is really an episode on it internal competition <laughs> and we're just we just love it so much we had to come back yeah, to it you didn't get enough from uh, the last episode you, yeah. you you still wanted to to, to take yeah. it home like it's just okay. yeah well I, it's such a common problem right it is it, it's an unknown common problem yeah it's an it's an unrecognized i don't know yeah. like i don't know un, unknown doesn't quite do it for me and I, I, I don't know anyway it's like yeah, lurking you're just, in the mist. Yeah, we get in our own way, and we don't even know it. We're unaware of it. We don't mm -hmm. realize that it's like uh, we're throwing sand in the bearings of our business, and we don't even realize yeah. it. What, what 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 was it? Churchill who said, you know, we uh, we've identified the enemy, and the enemy is us. Yeah, so, something to that effect. I probably butchered that for all you historians out there. I'll Google it. And Google knows. So, <laughs> but. But really, it's this idea of if we are making these mistakes due to lack of organization, these mistakes cost money. And if you think about, if you understand your your margin discussions, um, that you know we've we've covered margin and how important margin is. Uh, you know, when you look at our break even episodes one and two, when you understand how powerful margin is then you start to understand that me saving money from mistakes, I can save very little money from mistakes, and I would have to make significant sales to exactly. offset that, that money wasted. Yeah. So, all right. Did you, did you find it for us? I did. I, I was going to let it go. I'm sorry. So it was... Uh, I apologize, but it wasn't Churchill. Good, good. Right? So <laughs> this is according to our dear friend Google. 
the, the historians out there are like, that's right. You get that right. I know. Fact so, checked. Right? So it's an American naval officer, Oliver Hazard Perry, in 1813 after a naval battle. He says, so the quote is, we have met the enemy. Uh, so the that quote that you referenced actually is, we have met the enemy and he is us. But in fact, that's a twist on Oliver Hazard Perry's quote after this naval battle. And his quote was, we have met the enemy and they are ours. So I understand why it was changed because it doesn't make sense. Yeah. In today's English. <laughs> I mean, I'd have to think about that for a minute. <laughs> and perfect. they are ours. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> anyway, moving on. So since you just multitasked and it completely derailed our podcast. Yeah, I have no idea what you were talking about that whole time. That's I'm the, just kidding. I'm totally kidding. But, 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 so, but that's the segue to the last section of multitasking. Right. And how do you get organized with multi? Why do we even throw multitasking into organization? It's the mental organization. Right. So this is the quick and dirty answer. You don't. I am sorry. I will fight this <laughs> until the day that I die. <laughs> I, though I do attempt multitasking, Mostly it's just being rude and not paying attention when I should be. But um, you would never do that. No, never. Um, so there, there are a litany of studies that show that, you know, whether it's driving or whatever, any task that's uh, coupled with another task, it, it decreases your total, and I'm probably slaughtering the claims of these studies, but overall the, you're going to Google it, aren't you? Maybe. <laughs> Payback is fair game, I guess. But ultimately it's, you know, if you, if you split your attention, your, your mental capacity, not, it doesn't just decrease in half. It decreases substantially more than that. You actually end up doing worse on both tasks than you would have is it's not just like you end up doing half as bad you end up doing worse on both so if you're i believe so one of the studies was um well, so, well okay so i've i've got one right here i don't know if this is exactly what you were looking for so the one i'm the one i'm that comes to the top of mind is a study done by psychologists where they had the participants drive and talk on a phone on a cell phone okay. and they measured different things and they had them unexpectedly have to react to scenarios while they were driving and they did their measurements and, and calculations. Anyway, so, so what are so you looking at? Here I've got, it's a study from Stanford University and it's in Forbes and I love the title here. Multitasking damages your brain and career, new studies suggest. I'm like, whoa. I mean, you, you went from, yeah, you're less effective when you multitask to damages your brain and career. Might so, as well snort cocaine. It, it says that it's, it's less productive than doing a single thing at a time. Uh, researchers also found that people who are regularly bombarded with several streams of electronic information cannot pay attention, recall information, or switch from one job to another, as well as those who complete one task at a time. Yeah. It's 
like, and and this isn't this isn't. I mean, it says this is a new study, but this is a new study, right? There are a litany of studies that that have like this has been replicated over and over that multitasking doesn't work. Mm-hmm. If it if it okay, so let's let's bring this back a little bit because I'm sure we can delve into these. And if no, our, our well, listeners want I, us to, I've, I've, I've got to throw one more out there. University of London found that participants who multitask during cognitive task experience IQ scores decline. So uh, that was similar if they smoked marijuana. <laughs> so multitasking decreases your IQ, yeah, as well. I, I mean. You got to be organized, and to be organized, you got to have a little level of discipline. You, you got to stay on task, get that task completed. Yeah, as you're distracted from the podcast, get that task completed. Trying to find more studies. I know. I should stop. <laughs> and that's what, that's what I'm saying. I, I think we need to pull we this back to our about listeners. The hypocrisy. I know, right? It's true. We did, but right it up sucks front. You in. It's just like, yeah. Um, so take this as your example. Yeah. Don't. You do as we say, not as we do. <laughs> now, uh, but but yeah, how do you implement this into a small business? What does it mean when we say get mentally organized? For me, the key to this is really the same as changing any other habit. You've got to put something else in place that or or some structure, something intuitive um, in place to replace this multitasking behavior. So A, you have to recognize that you're shuffling papers around on your desk or you're multitasking. Mm -hmm. You're looking up more studies when you should be listening to the podcast conversation. (laughs) Um, You recognize those things and then you implement a structure. You say, okay, I do, I, I tend to multitask when I do this. I, and you recognize I would be more effective if I didn't multitask. Okay, so whenever this scenario comes up, I need to have a trigger of some sort to, I don't know, do to, to, to remind me to focus. Right. So, and block things out, focus on one task at a time. So, so to all our listeners who are driving a car right now, we want you to pull over and listen to the rest of the podcast. Jeez. (laughs) Yeah, I can see that. The whole freeway just empties. Wow. We're that popular. (laughs) No, that's what I'm saying. No, there's like. Some dude in, I don't know, Kurzakstan driving down the road. <laughs> oh, got to pull over. Got to pull over. <laughs> anyway. No, but honestly, I really, there, there's a lot to this. Yeah. And without just belaboring all of the studies and everything, it just boils down to be present in the moment. Give your full attention to your business. Give your full attention to your employees. When they have concerns, listen to their concerns. Be there. Don't don't be on your phone. If you're sitting yeah. in a meeting, be in the meeting. Make yeah. that meeting as valuable as possible. Yeah. You know? And if you need help doing that, go do some yoga. <laughs> Meditate. <laughs> I don't know. Again, true go. principle. Be super granola and, and hippie. Yeah. Which yeah. I think is fine. Well, that's tangent. I, I get accused of that all the time. You meditate? Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, but I know we're trying to wrap up, but I, I want to say one last thing uh, before, and I, and I think this is really relevant and important that I wish I would have brought up earlier. Uh, as you go about implementing these different strategies or evaluating how you could be more efficient and effective, eliminate some of that internal competition, et cetera. Right. It is going to look different for everybody. And from this rings so true for me mm-hmm. because I am not like your average Joe. I feel like I 
And many I, entrepreneurs aren't. Yeah. That's I, why they're in entrepreneurship. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do things so much differently than, than other people. The world makes sense to me differently. And so I organize it differently. Mm -hmm. Right. I do things that my wife looks at me and she's like, dude, you're an idiot. Like, why are you, there's such, there's so much, uh, some, such an easier way to do that. Well, for you, yeah, sure. That's fine. For me, I do it differently and that's okay too. So if you do something that's unorthodox, that works for you, that's the key is that it works for you. It, embrace it. Love yeah. it. So on that note, love, peace, and harmony. Go meditate, do some yoga, accept yourself and get organized, yo. And I wish you all could have seen Ryan in tree pose as he was saying <laughs> that. Namaste. Take care. <laughs>